And tonight, God, uh, we just want to pray for the prayer warriors tonight, God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, Lord, uh, let the words, God, uh, that come forth from our mouths, Lord God, uh, be totally accepted unto you, God. Uh, let it not be, God. Uh, our words, glory to your name, God. Uh, but, Lord, every word, Lord, uh, let it be directly from you, God. Uh, and right now, God, uh, we just want to honor you, God. Uh, we just want to magnify you, God. And, Father, we give it all unto you. And for this, we are grateful, and we say thank you in the mighty, precious name of Jesus, Lord. Uh, God, we count it all as being done, and doubt you not, it shall be. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Tonight's topic is um by our one of our special sisters tonight. That was the Lord gave it to her. But it is ready or not. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? And we're going to be coming from the book of Matthew, the 24th chapter. And we're going to do things just a little bit different tonight because this chapter is just so special and it has so much in it. And sometimes, you know, we think everybody has heard this and, you know, everybody knows this, but, you know, the Lord says, no, everybody has not heard uh the word from chapter 24 in Matthew. So we're going to do a little bit different, and we're going to start off by reading because the word of God is power all by itself. So we're going to read this chapter, if that's okay with everybody. Um, We're just going to start off with, I'm going to start off with 10 while you all um, are opening up your Bibles to that page, Matthew, the 24th chapter. So I'm going to start off with 10 and ten verses reading. And when I'm finished uh, reading 10, I would like for someone else to just jump in and take the next 10. And then someone after them, you know, after that person to read the next 10 until we have read all of this. And after that, however God wants to use anyone or to elaborate or whatever God has given you to say about this, we want you to jump, feel free to jump right in. And anyone in Radio Land that God has dealt with concerning the last days and the second coming of Jesus Christ, whatever way God has dealt with you, we want to hear from you tonight. Mm-hmm. So feel free to just jump right in. So I'm going to start with the first chapter. I'm sorry, the first verse. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him for to show him the building of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. This is Jesus talking to his disciples about the signs to look for at the end of time and what's going to befall the earth and the saints of God and what signs to look for, amen, in the last days. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, 
For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences, and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whosoever readeth, let him understand. Then let them who are in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him who is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto those who are with child, and to those who give suck in those days. But pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days shall be shortened, there shall no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible... They shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the caucus is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Lord have mercy. Jesus.
Yes, Lord. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn the parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, he knows that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the door. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of the heaven, I'm sorry, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came, and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, and the one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding in the mill, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch, therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. Amen. Next. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not know, that you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ruler over his household? to give him food in due season. Blessed is that servant who his master, when he comes, will find so doing. But surely I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant say in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat his fellow servant and to eat and drink with the drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day he is not looking for him, and at an hour that he will not be aware of, and will cut him in two, and point him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. Amen, amen. Thank you, God. Let's just give God a praise for his Hallelujah. word. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you the honor and we give you the praise, thank you, Lord. God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for leaving your word with us, oh God. Thank you, thank you, Lord, for your blessed mercy towards us, Lord. Lord, thank you for loving us. Lord, we know you have made a way, Lord, and you for meeting every need. 
that God has given a word to speak to his people, feel free at this time to give what God has given unto you. Amen. To God be the glory. I thank God tonight for the reading of this word, St. Matthew's 24. Jesus is coming back, and, and are we ready? Um, the scripture has, um, like the verse where it says, 15th verse of St. Matthew's, when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe that scripture has, that verse has a lot of meanings, but for some reason it stood out for me as the saying that these are the last and evil days, and it seems that there is like an abomination amongst the people of God in certain places, not just in the churches, but it seems that some of the um, people, like, oh, God, forgive me, like, y'all know what I'm trying to say? It's like an abomination is like mixed in with the people of God. So we have to know that we're standing in a holy place, but yet there are still abominations around us and that we just have to continually to be prayerful. And um, Psalm 51, we're always repenting because there are so many sins that we, we sin sometimes not even knowing, not even intentionally. But it's good just to continue to say, Lord, have mercy upon us. Even our Father, which are in heaven, you know, so it's just I'm trying to say that we just need to be alert at all times, keep our armor on, and God's word is true, and it will cleanse us. Amen. 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 Thank you, God. Yes. Um, I just want to read um, two verses that um, um, I noticed, and one is in First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, in the 16th and the 17th verse. And it says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, 
with the voice of an archangel and with the sound of a trumpet, of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so will we always be with the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I want to read um, Revelation 1 and verse 7. It says, Behold, he is coming with the clouds, talking about Jesus, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, amen. He's on his way back. Jesus. Ready or not, Jesus is on his way back. Are you ready? Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God, help us. Are you ready? Hallelujah, Jesus. God, help us. Signs of the times, as we just read, are all over the land. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, Jesus. Open up your eyes and see, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. The signs of the times are everywhere. Hallelujah, Jesus. These things are not just happening to be happening. They are the signs of the end time that we are living in at this present time. Hallelujah, Jesus. Ready or not, Jesus is on his way back. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Lord, help us to be ready, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give him a praise, y'all. I feel God wants us to give his name, honor, and give him glory. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, your will be done. Thank you, God. 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 Th
we thank you. Father, we commend it to your hands, God, that they will say yes to your will, that your work would be done in their lives. In the name of Jesus, we for your honor and your praise, oh God. Have your way tonight, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, God. We say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Yes, Lord. I just want to add that we're, uh, if we look around, we can see that we're in the end time. You look at the things that are happening on the streets, in the neighborhood, things that are happening all around us. We're in the end time. These are things that God has said, He's prophesied, He's written that these things are destined to happen. But for us who are in Christ, it is also a time for us to examine ourselves to make sure that we are lined up or preparing every day. No, we're not perfect, but we are striving to reach perfection every day. So I just take this so seriously. It just means so much to me when you say that End time is coming, or you ready? I just took that to the heart, and you know you can see that men are lovers of themselves. They don't want to hear about God. They don't want to hear about God's word. They don't want to hear about truth. They take the truth. They turn it into a lie. They're making mean whatever they want it to mean. They um they want to go into um, sexual uh, immorality. They want to um do it their own way. They want to marry who they want to marry. Um. A man married man, woman married woman. They want to have it their own way. They want to um, go to church. They want to go to church. They want to go to their temple. They want to go to their church. They want to um, hide, hide themselves in churches to try to pretend that they are something that they're not, that they're Christian and they're not. And no, we're not judging, but we have to get it right with God. And the end time is, God is coming back. He's coming back quickly. He's coming back for a ready church. He said, he that is holy, let him be holy. He that is filthy, let that person be filthy still. He said, he's coming back. His reward is with him. He's coming. And he said, every eye shall see him, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. So he is coming back. And the end, we are in the end time. And it's just, like I said earlier, it just means the world to me. God is coming back, and he's coming back for a ready people. And he wants us to be ready. He wants us focused. He wants us to um, um, just be in his word, to live his word, to to eat his word every day. And it is just such a serious time now. And he does not want us to be fearful because he has prophesied that these things are going to happen. Praise God. And I just wanted to uh, jump in here and say, you know, um, uh, some may be thinking that maybe listening, praise God, that they've heard this since they were children, that Jesus is on his way back and and Jesus hasn't come yet. But I want you to be aware that he that has promised that he will come, he will come and not tarry. Praise God. But right now he's given mercy. He said that day of vengeance will not come except they first come a falling away. 
Praise God. And then that day will come. Praise God. And we can see a great falling away from the truth of God in this day that we're living in now. Um, the people are falling away from true holiness. They're falling away from the guidance that God has given mankind to live by. They do not want to hear what God has to say. Praise God. And we are uh, types of law in this day and time where we are preaching the unadulterated word of God. We're trying to forewarn men by going out into the vineyards, witnessing to souls, praise God, going into the streets, praise God, going in the hospital, the nurses, wherever the Lord lead us to go to share his word with mankind. We are trying to be those vessels to go out and compel men to come unto the Lord because we know that there is a day of reckoning that God will judge mankind. And so just like it was in the day of Noah, Noah preached and preached and preached that it was going to rain. It's going to rain. And the Lord in Matthew 24, he has outlined the different things that will be coming upon the face of the earth. He's given the signs. Praise God. He's given um. The, the the disciple had a twofold question that they asked the Lord. He, uh, they had asked him. Uh, let me see if I can find that. He asked Jesus, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, "Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming?" and of the end of the world. And Jesus began to open up unto them the different things that would be befalling. And these things that are happening all around us today, these are the beginning of sorrows. We haven't seen sorrows yet. There are horrible things that will be coming upon the face of the earth. And this is not to frighten anyone, but it is to uh, the, the warning that the Lord has given unto us is that we should hide in God. We should not be playing church. We should not be trying to um, uh, live a lie, praise God. We should stand in the holy place. We should be holy. We should be following the guidelines that the Lord has left for us to follow. And the teachings that God has given unto us through his true pastors, praise God, that we will follow in his statutes, his commandments, his 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 laws that he has given guidance for us to live by. See, God just doesn't speak to be speaking. When he tells us different things to do, it is for our own benefit. God is already in heaven. He's trying to make a way that we could be reunited with yes. him in fellowship. Yes. Praise God. He said, blessed is he that has, first, has part in the first resurrection, for all such there is, you know, the second death has no power. So we should be striving daily. Those that are in church, praise God, those that are saved now, and those who are not saved, we should be striving to get into the bosom of God in a hiding place in the rest of God. Praise God that when Jesus does come, that we won't be trying to run and hide from him, that we will be rejoicing that Jesus is coming. Praise God that we will you know, have part in the first resurrection, that we will be with excitement, praise God, that he's coming back. But ready or not, as the title said, ready or not, he's coming. Mm-hmm. But he's just given us space to get ourselves together. Um, he's already, as as I uh, stated some time before, he's already given uh, uh, his sacrifice, which is Jesus Christ, that 
we, that mankind, could be reunited with him, so there remained no more sacrifice for sins, we need to accept what God has already given. Yeah. And that is his son, Jesus Christ, yeah. that we will accept him as Lord and Savior. Also, he's given space to his Jewish people who are the chosen of God. Praise God that they would, you know, come unto the Lord Jesus Christ, that they will acknowledge that Jesus is Christ, that he is Lord, that he is the Savior of the world. Praise God. I mean, we have a merciful God that has just opened up his arm and has given us all that he could give unto us that we would be reunited with him. But like I said, back like it was in the days of Noah, he already explained this in chapter 24, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before before the flood. They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. What is, what is Jesus saying? These things are going to be, the different things that are going on now, men, those that would give heed, all well and good. Those that want, as our evangelist Jane had mentioned, those who are filthy, let them be filthy still. Those who are holy, let them be holy still. But he said, Behold, I come, and my reward is with me to give to every man according as his work shall be. So whatever we have to do for the Lord, we need to get in a hurry and be doing it so that whenever he does come, that we will be found in the holy place. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord. Your will, Lord Jesus. Thank yes. you, God. Have your way, Lord. We thank you, God. Thank Have you, Have the right away, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Someone else? Yes, I'd like to follow up just like um, the sister was just saying. Certain things are to be. And I was pulling something out of the book of Revelations in the first chapter. And it says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. And then it goes over to say, do not fear any of these things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison. Mm -hmm. I think of prison not just in the natural but in the spiritual. And he's going to throw you in the prison that you may be tested, and you will have tribulation ten days. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. Amen. 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 Thank you, God. Oh, Lord, your word, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, does someone else want to add, add to or give something? So I want to say this then while you're thinking about it. Amen. Um, what sticks with me is the 21st and the 22nd verse of that chapter, 24. For then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time no nor ever shall be and we can look and see how much great turmoil and how much as the word says this is the beginning of sorrows but we see just on the news and you know just 
in our neighborhoods and in the families, how much turmoil is going on and how much trouble. And this refers to the great tribulation. It's the beginning of the great tribulation in our lives and in the lives of the saints of God, the people of the world. And um, such as it was not just the beginning of the world, even to this time, and it never ever shall be again. But the 22nd verse says, and except those days should be shortened, Hmm. there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Now, how many of us can testify that the days have become so short? Mm-hmm. We can think back, some of us, when we were mm-hmm. in our um, early childhood years and our play outside years and, mm-hmm. you know, the elementary school and the junior high school years. It just seemed like we had all day when we got home from school. We had hours and hours to play outside and to get our homework done and to get, you know, ready for school the next day. Mm-hmm. But now at this time, we hardly have time to get the children home from school <laughs> to get them fed <clears throat> before, it, not to mention get homework done and mm-hmm. prepare for school the next day. There's just no time. You hardly have time to do anything. Mm-hmm. The days are so short. And that testifies to the true word of God. He said, except those days would be shortened, no flesh would be saved because the days would be so wicked, so full of trouble, so full of evil, so full of what's happening now. But for his elect's sake, God said he has shortened the days. So I give God the honor and the glory for thinking upon his elect thinking upon his children that he would do this great and mighty miracle in our days. He has shortened the days. Just look around you and see and understand what's going on. Amen. 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 And also I want to bring out too, um, uh, as Jesus had admonished um, his disciples that uh, that they would come false crisis behind him saying that he is Christ and trying to deceive uh, many, praise God but but the Lord gave warning he says um, even if they came you know and and said that you know that this is Christ or here is Christ he said believe them not he said because uh, you know no man really not even the angels know the time when God is going to send Jesus back but he did tell us to be ready. He told us to watch as well as pray. He said, because no man know the hour nor the day when the Son of Man cometh. But it's for us. It's for us to do what we know is right to do. And then we don't have to worry about anything. We just continue to do what is right. Because, in, you know, if we're doing what is right, then when Christ comes, we don't have to worry about anything. But if we are slipping and sneaking and falling and doing everything else, you know, except what the Lord told us to do, then we do, we really do need to be uh, 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 worried about that and concerned about that. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, God. And I just want to say in um, Acts um, chapter 1, verse 10 and 11, it says, and while they were gazing into heaven, 
And as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So that's a direct promise that Jesus will come back. Oh, yes. And let us not forget St. John 14 and 1. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. That's for you and me and anyone else that will come. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. That means he's gone away, but he's coming back again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So again, he's still telling us that he's coming. He's announcing his coming. Yes. Yes. God Almighty. And I just want to read this last verse in Luke 21, 34 and 36. It says, But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dispensation and drunkenness and cares of this life meaning don't worry about what's going on. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap, for it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Amen. 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 And I was having a conversation today with with uh, one of my children, and we were just talking and discussing uh, certain things. And, you know, we were bringing out how that it's okay, you know, it's fine. We all want the finer things of life. And, uh, you know, we all want to be, you know, uh, prosperous and not have to worry about, you know, finances and different things, you know, in this life. Mm-hmm. That's fine and that's good, and those are goals. But one sister on the line repeats this verse all the time, and she'll say, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness. Then all other things shall be added unto you. Mm-hmm. So it is so important that you first surrender your life to God because what profit a man to gain this whole world and lose his soul? You can put God on a back burner or put him to the side <clears throat> and decide, well, yeah, I know God is there, and I know one of these days I've got to say yes and give God my life. But before I do that, you know, I want to be this, and I want to have that. And I want to accomplish this goal. And I'm going to be this or that in my life. And you can almost reach that goal. You can fight. You can war. And you can scratch. And you can actually achieve that goal and reach that height in the natural. But when you get there and God decides, okay, time to come home oh my god but 
did you take the time to acknowledge Jesus in your mm. life? Did you take the time to accept the key to the kingdom of heaven, which was the sacrifice of his son Jesus? He gave his son that we might have a right to the tree of life. He died that we might make it in. He is the key. He is the way. He is the truth and he is the life. Did you take out the time to repent and accept Jesus as your personal Savior and say, God, yes to your will in my life. Because if you build all of those, all of that treasure up here on earth, you become that great this or that person, or you obtain that great riches that you have wanted all your life, and you get all that, but you yet did not surrender your all to Christ, Surrender your all to God, and your number is called. It's time to go, and it's time to go now. And you yet haven't repented and given your life to Christ. What did it profit you? Because without Christ, that door is shut. You can't get in the door. He is the key. It's locked. Man. If you don't have the key in your hand, when you leave this earth, the door is locked. It's too late. And there's only one other place that you will spend eternity. There's a choice. Heaven or hell. Jesus is the key to heaven. And then look at it like this. He made you for a reason and a purpose. Each one of us have a purpose and a work and a reason in this life. A goal God intended for his sake, his purpose. Those he wanted to reach and something he wanted to do. But if we don't say, okay, God, not my will, but your will be done. What would you have me to do? I give you my life. I surrender all to you. Now guide me, clean me up and use me. And whatever is your perfect will in my life, let it be done. I accept your sacrifice of Jesus. I accept the promise of salvation. I accept the hope of glory, thereby accepting the key to his kingdom. Now you never did this. So whatever you decided to do while you were here, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do what I want to do. It's my way or the highway. I, I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't need God. I don't need this. Well, I'll get back to that later. And your time is up. Your card is drawn. You're facing the same God that you're running from all your life. You're standing there facing him. He's looking for the reason and the purpose of your being made and being born when he calls your name he's looking for it to be performed and done but uh, you were given the opportunities you were given the call you were talked to but you decided nah 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 but your time is up on earth what then 
Lord have mercy. Something to think about. Yes, Lord. That's the reason for all this uh, phone conversation on the phone every night, every Tuesday night. And that's the reason for all the words that you hear being preached. And yes. It's the reason that you're hearing his voice come unto me. Because he's a loving God. He's a loving Father. He made each one of us. And he loved each one of us. But he did it for a purpose, a greater purpose than what our little natural eyes can see and understand. But remember this. Your life touches other lives. Yes. It touches multitudes. And God, through you, you are a key that he can use to help others, to save others, to deliver others, to, to perform a purpose, a work for his glory. Yes. But when you refuse to yield to his will, something's left out, something's missing. Yeah, God is able to fix it that the end result will be his perfect will was done, but you have a choice. You've missed out. Yes. You haven't done what he wanted you to do. So what is he going to do with you? Amen? Amen. 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 Jesus. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. The reason for our purpose on this phone every Tuesday night is that somebody would surrender, that somebody would hear the voice of God, that somebody would decide, you know, it really isn't worth all this. I want to spend eternity in heaven because by and by, and it may not be very much longer, all this is going to come to an end. We're talking about the end Time. All of this is going to come to an end. Yes. What profit hath a man to gain this whole world and lose his soul? So we admonish you tonight that you will surrender your all to God. And believe it or not, you lived the best life you could have ever lived. Yes. Because yes. you have the master on your side. And you have the one that can fix anything in your life. You have the ones that that can fix the children's lives, the, the people around you. He can, through your prayers and your saying yes, he can touch them. He can reach them and make things better for them. You, you have fallout blessings all over you because you stood fallout. It's all around you. Somebody else being touched and healed and delivered. Simply because you decided, I surrender all to you, God. Then he he's free and he feels safe to give you those riches if it's his will. Yes. He feels well. Oh, I know this one is mine. I know they're gonna they're gonna stand and they're gonna serve me. I'm gonna bless them. I'm gonna make them rich. I'm gonna give them what they're asking for, even the desires of their heart, because they are surrendering to me and I can trust them. Mm-hmm. I know they're going to be in heaven with me. They're going to make it. So I'll trust them with riches. I'll trust them 
with fame. I trust them. Because they're going to stand and somebody else can see me through them. But without it, everything that you have built is sinking sand. It's going to sink in the sand. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Somebody else. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I just want to... um while um, our sister was talking about um, saying that tomorrow may be too late, um, the lyrics to the song um, came to my mind, and it's called Tomorrow. And I just want to read a few of the words. It says, Jesus said, here I stand. Won't you please let me in? And you said, I will tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, I am he who supplies all your needs, and you said, I know, but tomorrow, tomorrow I'll give my life. Tomorrow, I thought about today, but it's so much easier to say. Tomorrow, and then it says, who promised you tomorrow? Jesus. Better choose the Lord today, for tomorrow very well might be too late. Yes, Lord. Lord have mercy. Thank you, God. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, Lord. You can lie down to go to sleep tonight. And we've had this experience in, I've had it in my life. And uh, others have had it in their lives, how they've testified. They lay down to go to sleep. But in the middle of the night, something happened. And they could have died. They could have died. They could have not waken up had it not been for the mercy of God. They could have passed on in their sleep. So you hopping in the bed, you doing your thing, and you running around here, you going to do what you want to do. You ain't even think to say, good night, Jesus. Lord, forgive me of any sins I committed in this day. Lord, have mercy. Or our Father which art in heaven, didn't even think to pray. The Our Father prayer, you just, oh boy, you hop into bed, you go to sleep. Who promised you? You were going to wake up. It behooves us while it is day, while we have the activity of our limbs, while we have a few hours left in life. Yes, Lord. Whatever time you have left, make it your uh, duty. Make it a a, a pointed time. Make it uh, your purpose, your goal to get before God and repent. Let him be the king and the master and the ruler of your life. Then all other things shall be added unto thee. And throughout all eternity your blessings will stand and endure and you will have eternity to enjoy them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Anybody else? If not, then I'm going to ask the sister that's going to lead us in the closing prayer that she would go ahead and May you ever be blessed, saints of God, and those that are seeking. May God ever 
meet every need. Hear his voice because he comes in a still, small voice. He's not loud and boisterous. The earth's not going to shake. He comes in a still, small voice saying, repent. Give your life to me. Come to me. I can fix it. I will make everything all right. By faith, I will make everything all right. Then tomorrow is in his hands. Amen. God bless you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we just want to thank you tonight, God. For God, an altar has been built tonight, God. For we are an excuseless people. But yet we are at your hand of mercy, God. And we just want to praise you and thank you, God. For you have been so good to us, God. You've allowed us, God, to hear your word just one more time. Thank you, O oh God, for the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding that you have given us tonight, God. We ask, God, that you will continue, O oh God, to bless us, O oh God. Cause us, O oh God, to yearn and want for your word, O oh God, daily. Meditate upon your word day and night, God. And I ask, God, that you will continue to bless the audience, God. Draw all of us, God, closer to thee. And this night, God, we praise and honor your name. For we await for your coming. For we know, God, that you are soon to come. And, God, we thank you, O God, for each and everything, God. For we are at your feet, God, thanking you, Jesus. Yes. Each and everything today, God. And we ask, God, that you will continue to bless us. Keep us that we may reunite again next week, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Yes. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Good night. Be blessed. Good night, amen. amen.